is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> by now you should be able to say that with me while I'm saying it. Anyway, good morning and welcome to this channel. Uh welcome to this podcast. I feel like this is now like a radio station. Like man, I've done this for 22 days without fail every single morning at 6am. See only come to radio station. There's, there's no difference. <laughs> no difference at all. Anyway, so today we are going to be covering Genesis chapter 23. And I feel like uh oh just before we we dive into Genesis chapter 23. I feel like Genesis chapter 22 has so many takeouts and so are the other chapters as well. So if you have a different takeout because I can't share all the takeouts that I have in this space. If you have a different takeout, do hit me up on WhatsApp. Let's talk about it. Let's you know, let's dive in and just, you know, what is it called? Tukuleneno until <laughs> like that kamang you know it's mango season we eat the word until the seed is white like until we have taken out everything that we can take from it so yeah sh- share your 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 personal takeouts even as you listen to this i am free to receive whatsapp mes- messages facebook messages i mean hit me up on instagram and every other social platform that you can find me on and i will just we will just go right into it so anyway genesis chapter 23 Genesis chapter 23 is a little bit sad because in this chapter Sarah dies and she dies at the age of 127 years old. That would make Abraham 137 years old because the age difference was 10 years and Isaac would be about 37 years old. And after Abraham deeply mourns his for his wife, he approaches a group of Hittites. Hittite landowners Eh? <laughs> and elders and he comes to them with a request these Hittites would actually be the descendants of Noah's grandson Canaan making them part of the original Canaanites these are the originals the, the, the real deal Canaanites <laughs> so Abraham presents himself to them as a foreigner and requests that they give him a piece of property to use as a burial place Their response was gracious. They knew Abraham well and they actually regarded him as a prince of God among them. But though a foreigner, Abraham was also quite wealthy and clearly blessed by God in all that he did. The Hittites, the Hittites, gosh, the Hittites <laughs> offer Abraham the choice of their own tombs to bury his dead. Abraham, however, wants to establish a permanent family burial place for his for his own in this land of Canaan as opposed to sharing the tombs which the Hittites were giving to him because what they were doing is that they were telling him this is where we bury the dead you can bury the dead there as well like they were offering him to bury his dead there but he wanted to buy his own piece of land and make it his burial place for his family instead of sharing instead of sharing uh, the tombs with the Hittites he wanted to acquire a piece of property that would belong to him and him alone So Abraham reveals this plan and he reveal, reveals that he's eyeing a specific property in the in no on his mind. He singles out a guy called Ephron, the son of Zohar, and asks to purchase his cave. A negotiation of sorts takes place. Ephron offers to give him the cave, to give the cave to Abraham along with the field, rather the shamba that is attached to it. But Abraham insists on paying for it. so that there can be no future dispute about who owns it 
Anyway, Efron dismissively, you know, when you know, ah, nipatia tu like 200 bob or whatever. So he dismissively mentioned a price of 400 shekels of silver for the cave and the field that was attached to the cave. And Abraham, being thonko, Abraham immediately agrees and pays out the price on the spot. And in full view of the assembled Hittites, the transaction is concluded and signed off by the Hittite elders. And finally, Abraham buries Sarah in the cave that he now owns in the promised land of Canaan. Later, Abraham himself will be buried there, then Isaac, then Rebekah, then Jacob, then Leah. Um, I mean, that, that will happen without any battle of any kind. And the people of God, now at this point, the people of God began the occupation of the land that God had promised to give Abraham's offspring. So here's my takeout. On the surface, this story sounds like, you know, a simple story of land acquisition. But what is below the surface is the realization that this is the first purchase of the land, uh, which is Canaan, of the land which had been part of God's promise to Abraham. Remembering that Abraham had been promised this land for his children as his blessing. What seemed, you know, as a matter of fact, I, I, I was thinking about it and I'm thinking, by the time God is telling Abraham that he will give him that land, Abraham probably is thinking, but I'm a foreigner, like how will you give me all this land? Yet I'm just like a foreigner, like I just landed here, you know, like I came from some place and landed here. So it must have been seeming so impossible for, you know, impossible for, for a foreigner to actually own the land of Canaan. Sometimes there are things that we do in our daily lives that feel simple. They feel even pointless, even redundant compared to the great and grand things that we know that God has called us for. Or we know that we are able and capable of doing. Yani, there are sometimes you find yourself, I mean, as an intern, yet you know you can even be a CEO of that company. Like you know you can, you have the capacity and the ability to do much, much more. This is how I feel every time I have to go to Gikomba to buy bed sheets and yeah, to buy bed sheets and sometimes towels and whatever for my apartments. This is how I feel every single time I have to go to Isili to buy shears and curtains or every single time I have to go to town to get one pen branded, one pen branded, just to show it as a sample in the hope of getting a, an order for branded pens from a company. What looks like just another land acquisition boring negotiation was in fact the first time Abraham, a foreigner, started to own the promised land of Canaan. What looks simple, pointless, and even redundant in our day-to-day activity is in fact the first steps into the greatness that God has called us into. Thank you so much for listening and see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. and do not around the, the small things that you're doing today because they are a step to the greatness that God has called you into. Thank you guys. See you tomorrow at 6 a.m. and have yourself a good day.